It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Okay, I have two words for you, Mrs. Happy Families. Two words, and I would like your reaction to them. This is unscripted. I have no idea what you're going to say when I say these two words. Are you ready? Uh huh. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored. Mum, I'm bored. (laughs) You know, every parent will have heard those words more times than they want. But it's so funny. Literally, just the other day, Emily came to me and said, Mum, can I watch the TV? And we have to hide the remotes or else the TV is on 24-7. And so I didn't actually answer her. I closed the door to my bedroom so I could go and collect it. And when I returned, literally 30 seconds later, instead of her being there frustrated, she'd actually picked up a book Mm. and she was sitting there reading. And had I been just a second smarter, a second faster, um, I actually wouldn't have given her the remote. She didn't need it. Yeah. But just like us, our kids go for the quick fix. So when they're bored, there isn't in their mind there isn't a quick fix. And they want they want instant gratification. But if we can just extend them a little bit, more times than not, they find something that is so much more gratifying to actually participate in than what they're asking for or what they're suggesting they can't have if we just give them the time to work it out. So I've got a couple of things to say about that. The first thing is I've found when the kids come to me and say, Dad, I'm bored, and I start to give them a list of things that they could do. You know, I, there is- I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, well, hang on. You're telling me that you're bored, and I've just given you six options, six alternatives, six things that you could do, and you don't want to do any of them. So you're obviously not that bored. Like it, it drives me up the wall, but what they're really saying is I'm bored and I know what I want. I want, I don't know. The, the, the TV. The TV. I want, <laughs> I want games. I want whatever it might be. And when we don't give them that thing that they want. It's just like I'm hungry, mm. but nothing healthy is, is what they want. They just want the sugary drink. Yeah, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. We'll go and have a piece of fruit. Go and have a carrot. And they're like, oh, I don't want that. I'm like, well, you're not hungry. So funny you say that. Yeah. Um, the other thought that I had was that, and I want to kind of be gentle with what I say here. It's not our job as parents to solve our children's boredom problems. Well, if we continue to do that, then they find themselves in a position where they don't actually know how to self-regulate, how to self-soothe, how to to work things out for themselves. How to solve their boredom problems. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Now, I, I want to be gentle with this though because every now and again, uh, we, we actually do have some responsibility in terms of what they're doing. Like it's, it's important that we give them an environment where there are options, where they have some uh, capacity to choose activities that are enriching. Otherwise, they will just sit in front of the TV. So do they, do they own a bicycle? Are they, is it safe for them to ride down the street or go to the park? Do we have toys and games and books? Do we have a puppy? Do we have a backyard, a trampoline, a swing set? Like what do we have that will facilitate some kind of play? Do they have neighbours or cousins or somebody that they can play with? I think that as parents, we do have while it's up to the kids to ultimately work out what they're going to do, we've got to make sure that they're not in an impoverished environment where there's nothing to do except stare at a screen. So my best friend growing up, she lived behind me and there was no fence between our houses. So we could just walk between our properties. And 
what was so much fun was I lived on a flat block, but she lived below me. So when it was wet, it would get very mossy <laughs> and we'd end up sliding down the hill to get to each other's, to see each other. And it was just so, there was so much more to do at her house, it felt. Her house was set up to to have fun. Yeah, and wow. her parents had actually, the, the dining table was just a small dining table in a very small room, but next to the dining table was this cupboard. It was completely full of art supplies. And so most afternoons after school, I would go down to Sarah's house and we would sit at the dining table, had windows that looked out onto the street, and we would just create. Mm. There was no thought that we could be bored because the cupboard was there and we had access to all the sticky tape we could want, the staples, the the cardboard, the – you know recycling materials, coloured paper, crepe paper, pom-poms. It was just all there. And it was some of my favourite memories are with my best friend at her kitchen table. Mm, I'm so glad that you shared that. That's beautiful. I'm going to add as well, I think that younger kids do need more assistance than older kids. Like I said before, it's not our job to solve our kids' boredom problems. But the younger your child, the more supervision that they do need and the more, um, the more we do have a level of responsibility to to assist them when they're saying, I'm stuck, I'm bored, I've got nothing to do. So one of the best things that I learned through my childcare training was not having everything out at once. Mm. You know, so you'll have a selection of toys, but rotate them, put some away so that when they come out, they're fresh because they haven't seen them for a month. Um, You know, Emily loves Lego, but she goes through phases with it. So when she's had enough of it and we're not seeing her play with it, I actually just put it away and then it will come out three, four months later, and it's like she's never seen Lego before. There's a renewed energy around it. So with your younger kids, you know, a great way to kind of help with that process is just put two or three different activities out for them that they can choose to play with that you're not you're not dictating what they play with, but they're available to them. If things are put away in boxes and, you know, behind closed doors, kids don't see them yeah that's right (laughs) they don't open it up and say oh let me explore all the way back here but just like you and i if you open up a cupboard and there's so much in there there's almost a sense of overwhelm and you don't know what to choose so for our younger kids giving them a few options that are available and out is going to be a huge winner so I'm going to share two other ideas that uh, are important i think for this conversation then we need to wrap it up the first is that there's a the belief that's often promoted on Instagram and in the mummy blogs and that sort of thing that we should let our kids be bored. It's good for them. If they're bored, they'll become creative. You see, I don't agree with that. No, well, the research doesn't support it either. There's there's limited, if any, research that really supports that idea. It's kind of become this pop psych myth that's exploded and everyone's like, oh, yeah, let the kids be bored. What happens when the kids are bored? I think what they're actually trying to say is let your children have autonomy in the choices they make, but to actually – Revel in their boredness. What is that a word? Boredom. Boredom. <laughs> yeah. We can we can have boredness if you want. Is where we end up with the flower all over the kitchen. Yeah, you yeah, floor so, or lipstick all over the walls. Yeah, it's it's great if the kids have got some unstructured time in the appropriate environment in in an enriching environment. But uh, what what data actually shows is that boredom, especially when boredom is long lasting and continual, uh, it's associated with depression, it's associated with anxiety, it's, de- it's associated with, um, it's true that the kids might become creative, but they become creative in a whole lot of ways that you don't want them to become creative. They actually... Or in some ways I feel like they become lifeless. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Because life feels hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no light in their in their day because there's nothing there's nothing to be excited about. There's nothing that actually creates a sense of curiosity. Exactly, exactly. So boredom is generally not actually good for kids unless it's a facilitated kind of boredom that I mean when the kids come to us and they say I'm bored, we'll say, "Well, how can we help you with that?" That's that's really I think the the best response. How can we help you with that or what option can you think of? But the last thing that I want to highlight is if the kids are bored, it's amazing how good it feels to get involved. It's amazing how good it feels to say, you know what, let me stop what I'm doing and let's hang out. Let's do that thing. What would you like to do together? You feel good. They feel good. Everyone feels connected. It's just really, really great. Well, I've actually never thought about it and literally until you said that. But when our kids come to us and say they're bored, is that maybe not a bit for connection? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I like that. I've not thought of it either. I'm saying it without even realising that I'm saying it. So we hope that if the school holidays, as they move ever so slowly and warmly towards an end, uh, creating a bit of I'm bored, hopefully a few of the things we've talked about today will be helpful for you. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to have a conversation about routine. Why? Well, if you're in Queensland, the school holidays are officially finished for Queenslanders next week. I guess it depends on whether you've got your kids in a public or a private school as to what day they head back. And there's only one week to go for the ACT, New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia, WA, the NT and Tassie. So we're going to talk routines tomorrow on the podcast. We'll see you then. It's the Happy Families podcast summer series. Mm